Bellissimo Files on Spin. And now, your host, yeah. Serena Bellissimo. Hello, hello. It's Tara here in for Serena today. I, I've been so excited all week for this show. We have a deadly lineup of guests. Coming up this hour, Maisie Peters. She is joining Ed Sheeran on his mathematics tour this year, meaning she is coming to Dublin later this year. I'm so, so excited to see her live. We caught up with her. Also going to be chatting to Deirdre Malumbi from entertainment.ie about the latest cinema releases, Cyrano and Studio 666. But first, our first guest coming up in the next couple of minutes is Victoria Adayanka. She has got 15 million followers on TikTok. She's the biggest TikToker in Ireland and she's our one to watch this week because she has just released her debut single, This Abandoned. And let me tell you, it is so, so good. But first, let's kick off the Bellissimo Files this Saturday with Sagala. This is Melody. It's Hit Music Now on Spin 1038. on the Bellissimo Files. Huh? The button's not working? There we go. The Bellissimo Files. (laughs) One to watch. 18-year-old Victoria Adayanka. She is Ireland's biggest TikToker with over 15 million followers and she has just released her debut single, This Abandoned. She is our one to watch this week. Victoria, congrats on the release of your debut single, This Abandoned. Yes. 
I'm a bone to pick with you. It's been stuck in my head all week. <laughs> I'm not even listening. I'm so gassed that you <laughs> think that because, like, this song means so, so much to me because I didn't plan on making music at all. Like, God literally said, this is your calling. So I was like, okay. So then he helped me to drop this song. He gave me the passion for it because I didn't think it would happen. And it has. So, yeah, I'm glad you love it. Oh, it's so good. Well, look, everyone will know you from TikTok. You have over yeah. 15 million followers. That is insane because, well, in fairness, <laughs> you're absolutely hilarious. So you can understand why your videos uh, crack me up. Um, oh, thank you so much. Of course. So I was totally surprised to see that you had released a song because I always, obviously, I always associated you with this comedy. So what inspired yeah. you to get out there and show off this musical side to yourself? It's like, I didn't even inspire myself. Like, so basically, in 2021, there was like a, this company that wanted to like see if I wanted to make music. So they flew me out and uh, I just spent like 10 days with them. Like I was in the studio every single day and God showed me this is what you're going to do with your life. And I was like, what? Because I was enjoying it. I was like, this is the lifestyle I want to live. Like, I would be in a hotel. That, to be honest, that was actually my first time in a hotel. And it was a luxurious hotel. So I was like, free breakfast. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I just love this show so much. And then everything was just sick. And I decided to release it independently with my manager. And, yeah, it's just abandoned. That is so cool. And did your friends and family know that you had this musical talent in you? Or is this something you kind of just discovered? It's crazy because I always sing, but like it was always comedy. Like comedy was just the first thing to bring me out. But like since I was a kid, writing songs, music was everything. So it's so surprising for me as well. That's amazing. You never really hear a story like that. It's always, you know, it's always, oh, I've always sang and I always wanted to do it, but I never said it. But for you, it's it, it's kind of different because you're just yeah. as surprised, which is so funny. I know. I literally singing is literally my talent and I never use it. Well, I'm glad you're starting yeah. to use it now. Um, I'm you. I'm actually dying to know what your, what your family and friends uh, think about your success over the last few years on TikTok and everything. What Are they a little bit blown away by it yeah. as well? I didn't even tell my parents I had TikTok until like um, I got 10 million and they seen me on the newspaper. Like they knew they knew I was making videos and stuff, but they, they didn't know like what is she doing. Like they'll just be like, "Oh, she's making so much noise, whatever." But like they never knew what I was even doing for until I was in the newspaper for 10 million. Oh my followers. god! And did your mom like run into the room and go, "What is this?" It was funny because I actually can't remember the reaction, but because it was like kind of a gradual thing, like it wasn't a shocker, like mm. because they would always see me planning my content, but like they were just like, I don't think they understand it fully themselves, because mm. neither do I. Uh, what was your mom's reaction to some of your impressions of her? Has she seen them? <laughs> yeah, she absolutely <laughs> loved it. It's so funny because she was at work and uh, these people were coming into her work saying, "Are you Victoria's mom?" And she was like, "Yeah." And she was so gassed when she came home. She was like, they took pictures of me. And yeah, she loves uh, being in the videos as well. No way. That's mental. And yeah. do, you, do you ever find yourself like walking down the street and people recognize you or anything like that? Yeah, always. I, it actually gotten better now because before I used to like care what I look like. But now you can whip your phone out and I probably have no wig on. <laughs> Um, well, look, I am so glad that you are showing us this musical side of yourself. Are you going to focus on your music more now going forward and pull back on the comedy a bit or are you going to do both? Yeah, 100%. I feel music is my calling because like, even when I'm in the studio, like, I'll be tired, but like, I'll just be like, yes, this, I'm just getting so much adrenaline. But like, the comedy, I love it. But like, when mm. I'm making my videos, I'm like taking a break. I'm like, oh, 
okay, let's go again. But like music is just constant excitement. Well, please don't stop the comedy altogether because we do love it. Yeah. So yeah, it is. It's funny because I didn't even plan the comedy. The comedy is just like my personality, kind of. <laughs> But it's a bit extra online, but like in real life, I'm trying to chill back. <laughs> no, but that's that's the best comedy, though, when you're just being yourself <laughs> and you're funny. That's the best. Yeah. Well, we talk about the song itself, This Abandoned. So what inspired yeah. this song for you? You know, where were you when you started writing the lyrics? Where did it come from? Yeah, so This Abandoned is a Christian heartbreak song. So not really a heartbreak because I'm kind of like showing that I'm actually glad that it didn't work out because I deserve better. Like, I'm, I'm really like happy for the person that like it didn't work out with because like there's no point being in something when you know your work and uh, actually I wrote that song in like the midnight I went to my kitchen and I was just singing a melody in my head and then the first lyrics I came up with was like now I finally know now I finally know oops the my own <laughs> now I finally know the stories that were said to me before we met was true but I believe them in you so I just kept singing that and singing that and then the next day I uh slapped on with the piano and then when I flew out with that company I met a producer called Jojo and he just brought the song to life so yeah Deadly well, look it is so so good I'm delighted for you it is only February mm-hmm. what a great yeah. start to the year for you what's the plan for 2022 what's the goal um, I mean just wherever God leads me I guess but I, he gave me a vision for this song so I'm just going to keep on believing for that vision and yeah whatever happens it happens Deadly. I'm so excited for you. Look, before we let you go, Victoria, thank you so much for coming on the show. Would you like to introduce your debut single? Yeah, so hi guys, my name is Victoria Dienka and this is Disabandoned on Spin 1038. Now I finally know the stories that were said to me before we met were true, but I believed in me and you. But it's all over now, because God gave me strength, strength to pursue All those photos with you and her I get mixed emotions is a jealousy Lord, take this feeling away Cause it's killing me All those drunk words saying you chose her But I wanna hear you sober I don't believe we're over It's not done to me It's left for you The life you promised is deceiving It was obvious I didn't see that It's a shame that I now only noticed Maybe I wouldn't feel your kind words showed and suddenly you changed the way you showed that you love me you think you found a better me if it's unclear i'll let you know that god created all of me not to i'm irreplaceable for you inaccessible all those photos with you and her again mixed emotions is a jealousy
Switch on Spin 1038. Probably one of my favourite artists on the playlist at the moment. I think he's so, so good. Uh, another artist I love is Maisie Peters. She's the lady supporting Ed Sheeran on his mathematics tour later this year. Ed really took her under his wing and he signed her to his label. And since then, they've become the best of friends. She joins me on the show today. Maisie, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. We actually have so much to talk about. I feel like 2022 is your year. You kick off your North American 
tour next week and in April you're joining Ed Sheeran on his mathematics tour I just like how are you sleeping oh sleeping spottily um no thank you so much it's so nice to be here um it's pretty crazy I don't think listen I'm I'm touching wood and I'm not counting on anything until I'm on that plane you released your debut album then last year it's called you signed up for this and you're finally taking it on the North American tour can you tell us about the moment that you realized you completely sold out the tour well I mean so it's funny I have a reputation within my my team I'm always very nervous to put anything on sale to the point where my manager actually no longer asks me you know what I think about anything uh, in the sweetest way because he knows I'll just argue for no point I now I just get sent tour posters and they're like announce this and I'm like okay um <laughs> but I uh, yeah I, you and I announced the tour and I've, I've done so many shows in my life to no one um so 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 many so it's absolutely not a given that anyone's going to come and I'm always like uber 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 afraid that no one's going to come uh, so when I announced it and then some of the shows I remember just sold out really quickly like I think New York sold out in like a couple of seconds getting those texts and then being like this is what I was it's just like the best feeling I actually think it's the top 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 feeling for anyone who makes music is like selling out shows because it's such a real quantification of people who listen to you I'd love to be there for the moment an artist gets the text that's like you completely sold out I'd say you just scream you're just like oh my god <laughs> it's very exciting like guys I was with my band I remember we were filming some stuff I was actually I was with Ed as well I think oh. we we were all randomly together. Yeah, I'd be like, guys, I've sat out of shower. They're like, um, so it's very cute. That's so exciting. Um, Ed Sheeran has really taken you under his wing. Has he given you any advice on kind of how to deal with the success and the fame and the milestones, the highs, the lows? Definitely. Yeah, we talk all the time. He's definitely always there um, for sort of really anything. I mean, we talk about literally everything and anything, um, like music or family or sort of, yeah, whatever it is. Um, and he's wonderful. He's truly like one of the most generous and interesting um, and talented people, I think, ever around. Like, definitely right now. And speaking of Ed Sheeran, I mean, you guys are best friends now, pretty much. I imagine that's incredibly surreal to you. But how did your family and friends at home react when they had found out, you know, you had signed to Ed Sheeran and your mates now? Um, I think everyone was obviously was excited but was sort of relatively chill it's funny like my housemates in London Ed sent me some flowers once and they came in a vase and we kept the vase and it's called the Ed Sheeran vase um, <laughs> and it's, it's it's proudly oh like when you come in it sits on our random like shoe rack and someone put some <laughs> fake like Tesco's flowers in it and we're like the Ed Sheeran vase there it is oh that's so cute how many actually you know how many autographs have you had to ask him to sign at this stage none I've, really? I've, not, I've not asked any autographs um that's the future future me you teased a new song on instagram last night which you wrote about your best friend's brother i saw that today funny i did yes (laughs) i have so many questions about this Maisie. first of all does he know you've written this song okay i can't believe you're asking this i was so unprepared i really did that like as a spam thing and it's it's really turned into something much bigger um does Kate's brother know? Well, I mean, he clearly knows now. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and that's all I'm going to say on that. Has he spoken to you about it? Tara, I, I just <laughs> cannot disclose these details to the to the media. I cannot. <laughs> that's fair. That's totally fair. When is the song coming out? Again, Tara, these are, these are details I don't have. Oh, I don't know. On. I don't know when the song's coming out. I mean, I, it sort of just it snowballed um, when I when I teased it. So I guess, I guess we'll see. I have to finish it first. Well, look, I am so excited to see you live in Dublin. You are supporting Ed on his 
Christmas Mathematics Tour. You're going to be in Ireland for a couple of days. Any plans? I think that's the first day of tour as well, which is so fun. Yeah. Um, any plans? I love Ireland. Um, I'm a big Guinness drinker, so I'm very excited to be in the homeland. I actually find the whole touring thing fascinating, though. What are you looking forward to most about the experience? Like, obviously, you're excited to get on stage and perform, but what's actually the best part about touring behind the scenes that we don't see? Like, I'm super close with my band, and we're all, be- we're all best friends, and it's just sort of the camaraderie and the, the stupidity of being together all the time. It's like a big school trip as an adult, so I would say that. What's the crack with new music? Are you do you have anything planned? Or I know you only released an album in the summertime, but people are always asking for more. No, I I love that. I know I've been working on loads of new music um for a couple of months now and I'm really pleased with how it's gone. And yeah, I'm I'm basically just trying to get some stuff finished uh for the next few months, hopefully. Brilliant. I love to hear it. Any exciting collaborations, I wonder? That would be telling. <laughs> I'm asking you so much. I'm like, give me. I know. And I'm like, I can't say my lips are sealed. What do you expect from me? You're doing so well, by the way. Thank you. Please, please tell my manager. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Maisie. You've been great. And I can't wait to see you live on tour with Ed Sheeran. It's going to be amazing. Thanks, Tara. Thank you for having me. It's been so fun. I should hang up the phone. You said maybe don't. And I think I should go. You said maybe don't. Cause I run from the things that I want the most He said I get this what you do But we should never speak again Because I like you I'm not saying that I'm wrong, but you made it right And I'm running out of reasons 
Weekends on spin with Lidl's Inflation Buster. That is Maisie Peters and JP Sachs with Maybe Don't, one of my favourite Maisie Peters songs. Uh, I caught up with her during the week. The clip just played out there. Uh, We'll have that up on the Spin website later on if you want to listen back. Coming up in the next half hour, I'm going to be chatting to Dear German Lumby from entertainment.ie. She's going to be telling me all about the latest cinema releases, Cyrano and Studio 666, which I am dying to see. And we're also going to be catching up with Jake Carter for favourite things. Hang on for that. Spin. Don't tell me this is all for nothing. I can only tell you one thing. On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere I see everything you can be I see the beauty that you can't see On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere I could have showed you all the scars at the start But that was always the most difficult part See, I'm in love with how your soul's a mix of chaos and art And how you never try to keep them apart I wrote some words and then I stared at my feet Became a coward when I needed to speak I guess love took on a different kind of meaning for me So when I go, just know it kills me to leave To all the stars that light the road Don't ever leave that girl so cold Never let me down, just lead me home Don't tell me this is all for nothing I can only tell you one thing On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere I see everything you can be I see the beauty that you can see On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere It's yet to depart There's still a song inside the halls in the dark I'll come for you if you just stay where you are And I'll always hold your hand in the car There'll be days when it's difficult But I ask you to never leave behind the reciprocal We're past that Love is not designed for the cynical So we have that We can have that To all the stars that light the road Don't ever leave that girl so cold Never let me down, just leave me home Don't tell me this is all for nothing I can only tell you one thing On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere I see everything you can be I see the beauty that you can't see On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere I can only tell you one thing On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere I see everything you can be I see the beauty that you can see On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere 
today by entertainment.ie's Deirdre Malumbi to chat about two of the biggest movies in cinemas right now. Uh, Cyrano and the Foo Fighters' is Studio 666. D, how are we feeling in general about the two movies? Yeah, I mean, it is actually a great week for uh, movies at the cinemas. Two very, very different options here. Cyrano, I'd describe as like a romantic drama, depending on what you're looking for. Um, it's a musical as well. And then Studio 666 is just an absolutely ridiculous, over-the-top, very kind of gross comedy so just depending on what you're in the mood for there's kind of something for everyone this week we're kind of hitting all audiences which is fantastic which one do you want to start off with will we start with studio 666 yeah let's do it that's the one with the foo fighters isn't it that's right yeah let's get a clip foo fighters you gotta get me a record it's our 10th album we're gonna break the mold on this one let's let's go somewhere we've never been this place is amazing do you guys get this overwhelming sense of death? Oh, doesn't really seem like the right fit. That sounds so good. I've actually seen the trailer for this and I've been reading articles and everything about it. Mental idea, but it looks brilliant. Yeah, it's kind of an odd one. My understanding is these guys, like, basically uh, during the pandemic kind of thought, why don't we just write and make a movie? So that's what they did. Uh, it's based on an idea by Dave Grohl and the whole concept of it is uh, they're looking to record the 10th album, but they're kind of trying to find a bit of inspiration and they find this uh, mansion in LA, which little do they know is actually a haunted mansion, but they Girl absolutely loves the sound of it. He thinks this is the place uh, where we need to record our next album. But um, as they stay on in the house, weird things start to happen. Um, and eventually the house is haunted and all of these otherworldly demons emerge. So I suppose it's kind of one of these horror comedies. And we've gotten quite a few of those um, in the cinemas recently. And I quite like them as a genre because I'm not mad about horror. So I kind of like the idea that I can like laugh it off as opposed to get like too like freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> anything like that. Um, so I will say that for this movie, I mean, it's like quite gross, the humour. It's very, like, guyish. There's a lot of cursing. There's, like, you know, jokes about uh, bodily anatomy, let's say, <laughs> and um, inappropriate... <laughs> lots of inappropriate things and, like, disemboweling and, like, chainsaws and, like, a very, very particularly bloody scene. But, I mean, you kind of have to be prepared that it's going to be a very crass sense of humour. For my money, I did find myself kind of cheekily laughing along with it more than I care to admit and I mean at the end of the day that's kind of all you want from a comedy is to laugh at this at it I mean in terms of its quality it, it wasn't the acting wasn't always great as you can imagine like the Foo Fighters are primarily known for being a band rather than their uh, standard of acting necessarily so like it can come across a bit I would say like student made movie but with a very like decent budget as a student made movie um, and it references a lot of movies like you see you know um, hints of this is Spinal Tap or this is the end or to Tenacious D and The Pick of Destiny in there. Uh, references to The Exorcist and other horror movies as well. It could have probably been a bit tighter, but like I said, because there were some moments where I genuinely laughed out loud, I, I this would be a thumbs up for me. What would you give it out of five? I'm going to give it three out of five. Like, it's not kind of an exceptionally well-made movie. I don't know if it's going to, probably isn't going to go up there with the classics anytime soon, but I thought it was a bit of fun. Um, so the next movie we're going to talk about is Cyrano. Peter Dinklage stars in it. Will we take a clip? Yes, let's. 
Interesting. What did you think of it, Dee? Yeah, I really enjoyed this. So story-wise, uh, we follow uh, Cyrano, who is played by Peter Dinklage. This is actually an adaptation of. Um, it was a stage. It was the stage play years and years ago, and then it was adapted into a musical, and now it's kind of been adapted again. It's actually made its way kind of to the stage and screen a number of times over the years. But the whole idea of the character of Cyrano is he's helping uh, Christian win the heart of Roxanne uh, with his poetry. But little do, does Christian know that Cyrano himself is actually in love with. Roxanne and so he's helping Christian kind of win her over through writing poetry that's actually coming from like his own um, heart and his own feelings for her so it basically follows this kind of classical love triangle Um, and the whole idea in the um, original movies that uh, like Cyrano has like a nose but in this film it's Cyrano's height that kind of um, causes him to be like insecure and kind of you know he's kind of like compensating with all this bravado and stuff like that so it's kind of interesting psychologically as well what's happening in this movie I thought that it was I thought it was really gorgeous I actually quite like this movie because I really did find it like genuinely romantic which I find hard with contemporary movies sometimes the chemistry just isn't there or something and I think a lot of it is Peter Dinklage's um, lead performance is just so so gorgeous like your heart absolutely pours out for him and even though uh, his singing is probably a little questionable at times (laughs) I mean that's kind of I suppose part of the idea of his character anyway and that's kind of another element of like his vulnerability and stuff like that. I think what's really interesting about it as well, I was reading during the week that uh, Peter Dinklage's wife wrote it. She she adapted it for film. So he was that's talking... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember he was talking um, about how she had, you know, script reads and stuff in the house and he was making coffee for the actors and he just filled in for the part of Cyrano and they were like, you're perfect for it. You know what? It actually works so, so um, well, and I know that Peter Dinklage has kind of spoken out um, recently about um, how, like, there aren't enough, like, you know, parts for people like him and stuff. And I yeah. think that just the, the emotion of this performance is just, oh, it's so, so, it's so beautiful and heart-wrenching, like I said. Um, I, th- I thought it was a gorgeous movie. And then the ending, I won't get into it, but Aww. let's just say, like, <laughs> I was getting a bit teary. So, so be prepared for that as well. It's one spring tissues, too. <laughs> what would you give it out of five? I'm going to give this four out of five. I just thought it was really, really um, gorgeous and something very different, I think, to what's kind of been what's showing in cinemas at the moment. Brilliant. Two great movies out at the moment if you want to check them out. Cyrano and The Foo Fighters. Dee, thank you so much for joining us on The Bellissimo Files. Thanks for having me. I never thought that I would find a way out I never thought I'd hear my heartbeat so loud I can't believe there's something left in my chest anymore But God you got me
fell harder than rain Scared I would take my broken heart to the grave I'd rather die than have to live in a storm like before But goddamn, you got me in love again on Spin 1038. Tara here in for Serena today on the Bellissimo Files. The Bellissimo Files. Favourite things. Carter, he has just released his debut single, I Just Gotta Take You Home. He joins me on the show today for Favourite Things. This is a segment where we talk all about the things he's into right now, from movies and shows to podcasts and apps. But before we get into that, let's have a little catch-up. Jake, thank you so much for joining me on the show. How are you? Ah, thanks so much for having me on, Tara. I'm all good. I'm all good. I'm so excited for you. Your brand new song, it came out yesterday. It's called Just Gotta Take You Home. It's so catchy. I love it. What actually inspired you to write this song is there a meaning behind it or is it just a good vibey track oh thank you so much yeah it was actually a track that was written a couple of years ago now over zoom at the start of all the lockdowns uh, with a good friend of mine actually called Conor McQuaid who's from County Me um, and the story behind the track was it was actually written for Niall Horan would you believe no way um, we're both signed to a publishing house called The Nucleus based up in Dublin um, and we, we received a brief to write a song or write tracks towards Niall's new music. Um, so we said, sure, we'd give it a crack. And we ended up writing this song. And in the end, when it didn't get picked up, I was like, you know what? That's that's too good of a song to kind of just leave sitting on the on the phone or on the laptop. So, so we decided to finish it off. I took it into studio then up in the Fusion Lab, who uh, based up in Dublin. And and they brought the track to life and I was delighted with how it's finished off to be honest and um, everyone who's heard it so far seems to be loving it so I'm just buzzing feeling great to have new music finally back out there again and um, it really feels like everything's getting back to the way it kind of was You wrote the song with Connor over Zoom I mean it's hard enough to write a song as is but doing it on a laptop like that where you're not even in person how did you find that experience? Yeah I mean at first I suppose it was a bit odd do you know what I mean because we weren't used to Zoom but then when, when things weren't open again, we, we got so used to doing writing sessions over Zoom that it's kind of, it's the new thing to do now, do you know what I mean? You can literally be writing with anyone in the world, wherever you are. So it's it's became a, a great part, I guess, of the whole songwriting process. And how did you actually get into songwriting yourself? When did it start for you and when did you realise this is what you wanted to do? 
Um, it was actually when I, I kind of started with the band over in Ireland. Um, I, I always gigged kind of all my life from, from the age of about 14 or 15. Uh, as soon as I could get up on stage, I was there. But I never, songwriting wasn't a thing that came naturally to me from a young age. It was only then when I got a little bit older, and I suppose you kind of wise up a little bit and you have more to say and, and you have more stories to tell. But I kind of got into it, and don't get me wrong, the, the first songs that I ever wrote were awful, like they were <laughs> terrible. Um, but it's just something that, you know, you work at, and eventually it comes to a stage where you're not throwing every piece of paper into the bin, and you're like, oh, you know what, that, that's actually all right. That, mm. um, so, yeah, I mean, it kind of, I suppose, from about the age of 17 or 18 when I moved over to Ireland, then I, I started writing my own music and wanted to say my own stories rather than just singing what other people have written. In this interview alone, we have learned so much about Jake Carter, but we want to know a little bit more. This segment is called Favourite Things. Are you ready to tell us a few of your favourite things? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Number one. What TV show are you obsessing over right now? Uh, Peaky Blinders and the new series is coming out as well, so I cannot wait for that. Oh, yeah, I actually haven't yeah. jumped on the Peaky Blinders train yet, but I hear oh, it's I love fantastic. It, yeah. It's my favourite. I, I, I watched it when it came out at the very start. Uh, I was actually living in Liverpool at the time, so I was obviously watching it on BBC as yeah. it came out. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm dying for the new series to come out now. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite book? Favourite books would have to be the Harry Potters. Um, yes. In particular, probably Goblet of Fire. Uh, I, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan and I watched all the films. And then actually my mum a couple of years ago bought me the books and I was never really into reading, but uh, I read all of them. Um, and I really enjoyed actually reading them because there's, there's so much more detail in the books. What's your all-time favourite movie? I'm going to have to say it again. It's probably yeah. the Harry Potters. I was waiting for that. My favourite... Yeah, my favourite is actually probably, even though I love Goblet of Fire, I, I actually really like kind of the Deathly Hallows. I love mm. the kind of the cinematography and the, the CGI and the effects in the last two films are just out of this world. Yeah, and the way it just all kind of comes together. I love those movies as well. Uh, what song should everyone have on their pumped up playlist, in your opinion? Uh, do you know what? I don't know, but there's one song, and this is going to sound completely random as well, but Karen always listens to it when she's doing like dance fitness with the kids and getting them going. Is Shut Up and Dance. Oh. Uh, if, if I could write a pop song that would be perfect, it would be that. It's such a great tune, um, and I think people just obviously it was overplayed when it came out, but it's it's such a great tune, and I think it's it's a great example of like an amazing three minute pop tune. Uh, do you have a favorite album? I do, I do have a favorite album, and again, it's going to come back to the Beatles, and it's Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart oh, the Band. Yeah. <laughs> such a great album, such a great artwork as well. To be honest, uh, what's the app you can't live without? Um. Probably, you know, it's a bit of a random one, but probably my notes page as a songwriter. Oh, yeah. That's where I go to every day uh, is notes and voice memos. Um, other than the obvious kind of, I'm, I'm obviously addicted to my phone, like Instagram and all that stuff. Mm. It's, it's just, it's at the stage now where I wish I could turn it off, to be honest. But the, the more obscure answer would definitely be notes and voice memos for, for keeping the, the creative juices flowing. Yeah, I don't think I've heard anyone say that one yet. That's a good one. Original. I like it, Jake. Um, final question for you. What's your favourite radio station, Jake? Uh, it's got to be Spin. Yeah. Can't be anyone else, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on the show today for Favourite Things. Jake, before I let you go, would you like to introduce your brand new song? I would. Thanks so much for having me on, Tara. And this is my brand new single, I Just Gotta Take You Home, on Spin. I don't think you notice Everybody's eyes on you 
just like my favorite song going round around my head. Like my favorite song going round around my head. You're just like my favorite song going round around my head. Like my favorite song going round around my head. That's Callum Scott with Where Are You Now? Alongside Lost Frequencies on Spin 1038. It's Tara here in for Serena Bellissimo today on the Bellissimo Files. Coming up in the next hour, I'm going to be chatting to Mimi Webb. as She's released a brand new song. It's called House on Fire. And I'm not even lying when I say I have had it on repeat. It is so good. Also going to be chatting to the lads from Belters Only and JC Stewart too. Hang on for that. Bellissimo Files, home to the world's biggest stars. Get your hands up. Live on your radio. And you can check us out on your socials. <laughs> your favorite person, Serena. Serena! <laughs> ready for you to go ahead and take it away. This. This is the Bellissimo Files. It's the Bellissimo Files on spin. And now, your host, yeah. Serena Bellissimo. Hey! It's actually Tara Walsh here filling in for Serena today. On the Bellissimo Files, we have a jam-packed show full of interviews with some amazing people. we got Mimi Webb. She has just released her fresh new hit. It's called House on Fire and we've been playing it on spin. I'm obsessed with it. Also catching up with the lads from Belters Only and JC Stewart is on the way as well as Amy. She's an Irish artist. But first, let's kick off the show with Tiesto and Ava Max. This is the motto on Spin 1038. That's the motto.
Bellissimo Files. The Bellissimo Files. On spin. I'm the one to stick around. One strike and you're out, baby. Don't care if I sound crazy. But you never let me down. No, no. That's why when the sun's up, I'm staying. Still laying in your bed saying. To know you better, kinda hope we're here forever. Nobody on these streets. If you told me that the world's ending, ain't no other way that I can spend it. Grande, that is stuck with you on Spin 1038. It's Tara here in for Serena Bellissimo today on the Bellissimo Files. So Mimi Webb, she's currently on her sold-out UK tour. She was supposed to play the Academy in Dublin on Monday night, but she had to postpone the show due to the weather conditions affecting transport. However, she is coming back in May and she promises an exciting show. 
Mimi, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Your new single, House on Fire, it is so good. I'm not even joking when I say I have it on every single morning on the way to work. I'm, I genuinely do. It's so good. Oh, thank you so much. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with it. I'm just so happy with like the response. It's been insane. <laughs> do you know what I noticed about it was your previous tracks were a bit more serious and kind of ballady. So good. Love them. Good without dumb love. They're brilliant. Whereas this one is more of a shout out loud, fiery song. Excuse the pun there. But how did you come up with the House on Fire lyric as well? Like, what, what frame of mind were you in when you when you thought of that? Yeah, it's, you know what, it's just such a song where you just kind of say what you want to say. It's very tongue-on-cheek and very, you know, you take it with a pinch of salt. And it's kind of like this character um, of myself that I, I see. And it's, it's just something where you just go full out and you really don't care what you say. <laughs> um but yeah, it's 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 really fun tune and it's it's really it's really good vibes and yeah, it's just a very sassy, strong, um, undeniable tune. <laughs> like when you're writing a song, do you take from your own experiences or is it something kind of like a fictional story you've made up? Yeah, it's definitely like like all own experiences. I think for all of us involved, we all definitely have like a our, we have our own person that we that we view in that song. I think for House on Fire, it was just such a fiery kind of moment, and it's just all about kind of like kind of making it a bit more dramatic as well. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you ever had anybody kind of reach out to you and be like, "Is is that about me?" <laughs> Yeah, oh my god, yeah, definitely. Over the I think definitely with like good with that as well and all the, the more emotional ones. You're right. Um, I haven't had anyone yet for this one, which is good. <laughs> They're probably too scared to ask you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's a little bit of a, a very straightforward kind of a fruit blunt song. <laughs> I saw on your Instagram that the song came on while you're in a restaurant with your friends. That must feel so strange. I mean, how have your friends actually reacted to your success and your family as well? Oh, my God, it was crazy. They just are so proud. And I think even that moment when we heard it in the restaurant, I was with all the band because we were on tour at the moment. And they just were like, everyone was just going crazy. We couldn't believe it. And it was just so mental. Just we were in a restaurant. The song had been out for two days at that point. So it was just crazy that just to hear it on the radio and just see everyone like even there was people vibing to it brilliant and they hadn't like seen me yet because we were right in the corner but it was just so cool (laughs) that is so so cool and I mean like Mimi you've kind of blown up over like this lockdown period the last two years really so you witnessed a lot of the success online and on your TikToks and on your socials but have you actually kind of started to see it now outside in the real world? Yeah I've definitely had like more people come up for pictures and it's definitely like you can feel it growing and I think with House on Fire it's been such an incredible first week it's just kind of like everyone's so excited so yeah I've definitely sensed that that change let's talk about the music video it looked like so much fun I mean there was a fire brigade an ambulance a trip to the hospital what was your favorite part I love the fire brigade I think it was so much fun um, and doing like some the dancing with the girls as well it was just so much fun and um, it was a freezing cold day so we were absolutely freezing um, but yeah we got through it and it and the end product was just incredible well you're on tour at the moment um, you had to postpone your Dublin show during the week I'm raging you must have been so upset about that oh my gosh I was so gutted because I also have family there as well so it was just so sad but um, I just can't wait to get back there and you know at May 11th and actually be able to put on a proper show because there was just so many things we wouldn't have been able to do it right and it's and the weather just absolutely messed it up so 
I can't wait to do a proper show and, and you know, make sure everyone really enjoys it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm so excited for you to come back in May. Um, it was, what was it, weather conditions, you couldn't get out or something, wasn't it? Yeah, all the ferries have been cancelled and um, so it was just such a nightmare. So we weren't able to get over there. Um, yeah, the weather, it's just, oh, I, I couldn't believe that the storm decides to happen on <laughs> the start of my tour. <laughs> I know, it's always the way. Well, look, what's your favourite part of the touring experience been so far? I think it's definitely like the kind of like the routine of tour, like just getting up. Everyone's like, you know, that day you're kind of getting prepared chilling in the venue and then it's definitely just getting up on the stage and just and just fully selling it <laughs> yeah well look we don't have long left to wait until you're back 11th of may at the academy before we let you go would you like to introduce your brand new hit on spin of course hey guys it's mimi webb and this is my new song house on fire made friends with the head of police so make sure you suspect me the least here from god i'll be out in the week I've got my story straight down to a T Oh, I'd say It wasn't me And so we dated once in a while But if there was a motive It's not enough for a trial hit from Mimi Webb. It's called House on Fire on Spin 1038. How's it going? It's Tara here filling in for Serena Bellissimo today on the Bellissimo Files. Dublin DJ producers Bissett and Robbie G, they are part of the group Belters Only, who have just released their brand new hit, Make Me Feel Good, and the track has just gone number one in Ireland. I caught up with the lads for a chat about the song and how they got to where they are now. Guys, oh my God. First of all, congratulations. Make Me Feel Good is absolutely killing it. You are currently at number seven in the official singles chart. The track on Spotify has over 11 million streams on it. 
And there's more than 60,000 people making videos using the sound. How does all of that make you feel? Makes you feel good. We said that the sound Oh my God. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't rehearse that, by the way. We didn't know you were going to ask that question, so just, just for everyone that's listening. Genuinely, you must be buzzing. No, but look, it's, it's, it's been absolutely crazy. Um, like from, from New Year's Eve, it went viral. Um, just from those girls doing like their glow up videos and stuff like that. And, it was madness. It was absolutely crazy. From New Year's Day, it's just everything's changed for us. Like we're just like, don't get me wrong. We were working hard in the studio every single day beforehand, um, and we, we, we were, we're doing this years individually. But like from New Year's Day, like it's like we were preparing for that this moment. You know what I mean? For, this is what all the years of, of of sacrifice and years of like blood, sweat, and tears basically to to get to this moment, and we're ready for it. You know what I mean? And we're, we're very happy that it's actually happening now. I'm delighted for you guys. I mean, I bet when you f- did your first ever show, you never in a million years thought that you'd end up at this stage releasing a song that has become a massive hit. I mean, let's take it back to your very first show. I Were you both DJs on your own separately first? Yeah, we are DJs separately first. Yeah, we met back in... In Saint Nightclub in, in uh, on Down Street there, uh, me and Rob. He was only sixteen and he, he was in the club at the time, but he was he was getting permission slips to get into the club at the time. <laughs> but uh, we met each other back then. We we were we were, we were all right friends. Like we were we were kind of talking back and forth. But he, he was, was all right. Now he was kind of blowing up at the time, so he was kind of just doing off the <laughs> own thing. And yeah, was, when I, when I, so we started in the same club and we, we were a part of like a six man new residency that came in and like. Yeah. It was I was I was only young, you know what I mean. I was I was only in there to DJ. I was being supervised because I was only a kid, you know what I mean. So yeah. I was in there and I was out. I didn't really get to be one you on your own until until later on. But then eventually, when I was hit when I hit seventeen, like things kind of blew up for me. I, I wasn't really in scene anymore. And this I went his way, I went my way, and we both like pursued our own single careers and uh, both done very very well. Out, but like and mm-hmm. you know, eventually became the two names of Dublin for house music that people are basically asking about. And that's why it made, made sense for us to eventually come together and, and do what we're doing now. That's class. And do you both remember your very first moment stepping out on stage and doing your very first gig? What was it like? To, how did it go? Um, yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, it was always what we dreamt of when we first started DJing to get on a stage and then DJ in front of a crowd was always a dream anyway so yeah. once we done that then we all met, we were looking for the next move next thing next big thing and we've always been like that it's always the next thing it's always the next goal to smash even now like even though everything that's going on like we're still thinking 10 steps ahead 10 tracks ahead you know well guys I actually love the name Belters Only who came up with that? Yeah, I, I did a couple of, a couple of years ago um, when I first started as a, an events night that was only was an events night, so I came up with the name, and then obviously COVID hit then, um, and I obviously I had a vision for it to be much bigger than just an events night. I wanted to kind of like break into um, as an artist, as a producer, I produce music under it, and I want to kind of make a label out of it, a music label out of it as well. So. That's when we decided to get to get together, and I thought the, the Belt is only name was was going to be a big name because I think it's just it just runs off the tongue very well, and everybody yeah. kind of loves the name. So, but am I right in saying it's actually been around for a while? You re-released it. How does that work? Yeah, we, me, and Rob worked on it uh, three years ago um, with Jazzy. Uh, we kind of went back and forth online working on it. We just kind of just had it in the pocket, and we knew we were always going to release it at some stage. But we were obviously doing our other stuff at the same time, our, our, our careers and stuff like that, and. Then when we got together, then we said, right, we need to get this out. 
and I think we, we kind of executed, executed it perfectly, I think. You released it first and then you joined the label and then they wanted to re-release it. How did you feel when they said, we really like this track, we want to do it again? Were you kind of going, well, I already put it out? Well, we kind of knew it was going to do well, to be honest with you. And it was kind of only a matter of time where the, the label was going to come knocking for it, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just thought, it was, yeah, it was just an amazing song and I knew it was going to do well. So I think... Yeah, we were clear enough. We were clear enough with the label. Like, the label knew what we wanted and... And, and to, be, to be honest they're very very supportive in our vision they can see what we see and they fully support that and we can't take them enough for that you know mm. and it's part of it make me feel good like like now we've, we've actually we've actually have a relationship with them now you know and there's, there's, a lot, there's more music coming out very soon as well so um, shout out Polydor shout out to Polydor yeah. oh yeah we have a lot of a lot of content coming as well we're doing like episodes of like behind the belters we're, we're calling these episodes and it's it's about who we are and what we do yeah. and on a day to day it's not just the music things it's it's the humour that we have together it's it's the laugh that we have together so we're trying to show people that we're not just producers we're, we're, we're characters as well. and we're normal people from, from Dublin just hard workers you know yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have personalities and people need to hear it. But you're proof that all you gotta do, you gotta work hard and you'll get what you want. 100%. Yep, that's it. it. Hey, Spin, it's Belt is only at yeah. Music Now. It's Spin. Yeah. I was in the club. Someone in the bar. I was in the club. Someone in the bar. And I saw that man. Yeah. There was no place for him. In my arms, so I walked over to him and I laid on the charm. Yeah, what's a man like you doing in a place like this? He said, Would you like to dance? Fulfill my wish.
spin with Lidl's Inflation Buster. That is Belters Only with Jazzy. It's called Make Me Feel Good on Spin 1038. Tara here filling in for Serena today on the Bellissimo Files. Got loads coming up in the next half hour. Joel Corey music, some Jonas Blue in there too. We're also going to be chatting to JC Stewart about his fresh new hit, Love Like That. It's it's oh, so good. I, I actually haven't stopped playing it. It's really, really good. Amy too. She's an Irish artist who's just released her brand new song as well. It's called Nobody Else. And that's just as good. That's all to come. This is Spin. It's over Now you wanna come back So take your hand off my shoulder This time it's not like that Cause I know where your heart's at
I love that one so much from Jonas Bloom. Why don't we? It's called Don't Wake Me Up on Spin 103.8. It's Tara here filling in for Serena today on the Bellissimo Files. An artist I am really, really into at the moment is JC Stewart. He's from Northern Ireland. He shot to fame in just the last few years. Like, he's collaborated with some massive artists, including Niall Horan, Louis Capaldi, 220 Kid, and he was nominated for Best Push Performance at the 2021 MTV via EMAs, should I say. He joins me on the show. JC Stewart, hello, and thank you so much for joining us on the show today. I am obsessed with your new song, Love Like That. Thank you, I appreciate that. Oh, it's so good. I really want to know, what's the inspiration behind the song? What what made you write it? Yeah, I wrote it, uh, like, last year, and it was a time when I was just working, like, mad. I was talking to my girlfriend and stuff, and I find that we, in our generation or whatever, we put work before everything else most of the time, and it was a song essentially apologizing for doing that to all the people I love and just reminding myself that there's a lot more to life than just working all the time and that, yeah, there's other things that matter. Ah, oh, that's so nice. How did they feel when they heard it for the first time? Honestly, I play them songs like every day. They just they, <laughs> they don't care anymore, I don't think. <laughs> I think they're over it. Ah, no, they must still get a little bit excited for it. They, they do like it. Uh, yeah. I usually don't tell them till it's out, to be fair. I'm like, oh, yeah, forgot about this. Yes, yes, sounds bad. <laughs> they're like, okay. Yeah, they're just used to you at this stage. Uh, come here, you have had an incredible few years. I imagine it's easy to kind of get lost in all that. How do you stay grounded? It's. I don't think it's, it's crazy hard to stay grounded. I've got the same friends I've had for the last 10 years. You know, got my girlfriend. I don't really do much except for go to the studio and come home and watch Netflix with my friends. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy. There's not many showbiz parties and stuff going on. So it's all yeah. Well, look, everything's opening back up, so all those famous celebrity house parties are going to start kicking off again. Um, You're from a little town called Maharafelt in Northern Ireland. Have I said that right? Yeah, that was really good, actually. Hey, look at me. I did Google that beforehand, I'm not going to lie. I imagine all the people back home are kind of shocked by your success, or what's the reaction there? I mean, it's always funny, so I don't go home as much as I'd love to, but I mean, I was home at Christmas, and so it's always, it's really nice. You don't realize that everybody's kind of following what you do a little bit and keeping up to it, and they're really happy for me and stuff. So yeah, yeah. it's really lovely coming home. I, I mean, it lasts about five minutes before people start <laughs> ripping into me again, so it's good. <laughs> That's always the way. Uh, have you had any strange fan encounters yet? I've had nothing weird. I've just had lovely ones. Like somebody gave me a, they'd made like a Lego version of me recently, and they give it to me outside a gig, and that was really nice. I've, I've got, I put it up in my flat. It's so, it's so nice. Yeah, everyone is just really nice. I, I haven't had anything too weird yet. It must be really strange, though, when people do come up to you. Like, at the end of the day, you're just a lad from Northern Ireland. Do you know that way? It's right. It's incredibly weird. Yeah, it's, I'm just like, yeah. oh, dear. <laughs> it's a bit, a bit scary, <laughs> but no, it's it's lovely. It's really nice. And uh, it's nice to know that people people like the music and care about it, you know? Yeah, that's so cool. Um, let's flip it then. Have you ever had any starstruck moments? I imagine you've met a couple of celebrities now at this stage. I mean, yeah, I didn't think I was until recently, and I've decided I've stopped trying to be cool, and I'm just like, oh my goodness. I met Courtney Cox the other day. That was pretty crazy. Uh, who else? I, I was in a, I was in Los Angeles for the past few weeks and saw a few interesting people. I saw that Kid Leroy drinks beer with a straw. There's, there's an exclusive for you. I was, I was like, come on, man. Drink beer with a straw. <laughs> That's crazy. But I, sorry, let's go back to this Courtney Cox thing. That is so cool. What a full circle moment. I mean, in 2020, you went viral for your pandemic inspired version of the Friends theme song, and Jennifer Aniston shared it on her Instagram. Did Courtney Cox, like, know about that? You'd think, but she actually did. She had no idea yeah. about it until somebody brought it up to her, and then it got a bit weird. But <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what's this? And I'm like, oh. 
got to explain this right now. Uh, yeah, but it was, uh, yeah, she's really lovely though. Have you actually met Jennifer Aniston since that? No, I haven't. I haven't met Jennifer Aniston yet, so hopefully soon. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Did she reach out to you afterwards or anything? No, nothing. Didn't even tag me in it. That's mad. Um, so obviously meeting Courtney Cox is quite a milestone moment, <laughs> but is there any other milestone moments you've had in your career that kind of made you go, oh my God, I've made it. Like, it's happening. My dreams are coming true. I think Reading and Leeds last year playing that festival was a big moment for me. I really enjoyed that. Um, going to the MAs was a lovely moment of like a lot of years of work building up to something and then finally getting to go do that thing. That was really fun. So I think, yeah, those are the two big moments that sort of stand out to me. Well, look, there's plenty more moments like that to come for you. You're going to kick off your tour at the Vamps Barcelona Weekender very soon. How are we feeling? I'm excited. I'm kind of terrified. I've never done a headline tour yet because of COVID and everything. I've missed out on all of that. So yeah, it's going to be something. It's going to be something. That's for sure. I don't. I don't really know. I'm going to play it all by ear and just see see how it goes. But I'm really, I am excited. I'm scared and all of the above. It's such an exciting time. You're going to be amazing, and I'm so excited to see you in Dublin in June. But before I let you go, would you like to introduce your brand new song on Spin? Absolutely. This is JC Stewart, and this is my new song, Love Like That, on Spin. Your voice that echoes through the darkness And telling me you're so alone uh, Your heart's trapped in this empty apartment yeah, You're in deeper than I know Yeah, you needed me, but I was at my worst I forgot about you and got lost in the work I said I'd give my Thunder, now you're not around. 
Should have been there all night Holding you while you cried I should have run right back I should have shown you How good is that? That's brand new music from JC Stewart. It's called Love Like That on Spin 1038 Tower here in for Serena today on the Bellissimo Files. And I am joined on the show by Irish artist Amy. She just wrapped up her Irish tour and she's released a brand new single, but not before she got some advice from songwriting legend Max Martin. Now, in case you don't know, he has produced tracks for Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, the Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, the list, it goes on. Amy, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Your brand new single, Nobody Else, is out now. Congratulations. It, you know what it is? It's one of those shout out loud bops. I love it so much. Thank you. That's what I want. I want people to scream it and sing it and listen to it when they're getting ready to go out or blare it in their car. So that's great. Yeah, that's exactly what I heard when I listened to it. I could see like a bunch of girls in the car or getting ready for a night out and just blaring it. Can you tell us? what it's about I love knowing kind of the story behind a song I don't know if that kind of shows my nosy side but I just love knowing what it's about (laughs) well it's my very first time I've ever written or not written but released a love song I feel like I've written enough breakup songs people probably think I hate men at this stage I first God, I don't yeah I just wanted to write a song that is personally about my relationship and how lucky I am to have my partner in my life who's also like my best friend and stuff like that as much as it's a relationship song for me I also wanted it to be something that people could think about their best friend or they could think about a family member. It's basically just about having that one person in your life that's just irreplaceable. Yeah, it's totally relatable. And did you play this song for your partner then? What what was what were their thoughts? Oh yes, he heard me record it in the home studio over and over again and he kind of popped his head in and he was like, nobody else walks. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what's this about? I was like, get out, you're not allowed to hear this one. <laughs> Um, but he was tough. I'd say he has a big head on him now. Yeah, he, he thought he was going to be the cover of the artwork. I was like, <laughs> oh no, don't get carried away. <laughs> you know, he has to write a song about you now. That's how this works. Oh yeah, come here. If I can get him to cook me dinner once, that would be an achievement. <laughs> so we'll take it one step at a time. Let's talk about the songwriting process or like the creation of this. You started on Zoom and then you ended up flying to Stockholm to finish the track. Tell us about that whole experience. How did that happen? Yeah, it was such a different experience to any other song um, because obviously of lockdown. Myself, uh, Richie McCourt and Nick. Nick is based in Sweden. We started writing the song on Zoom together and we've been writing loads of different songs like we wrote Just a Phase together on Zoom, loads of different stuff. But we had never, the three of us, gotten to get in a room together and obviously because of lockdown it just wasn't possible. It was just so great for the three of us to sit around and listen to what we made from different sides of the world. It just felt good getting put the finishing touches on it while I was in Sweden it really did so you've worked with these guys before on your other songs but you've never actually met yeah I know. Oh and so what was that first meeting like? You must have been like, I feel like I know you already. Yeah, the first thing, it was just so funny. I was like, you're tall. And he was like, you're short. Because <laughs> we only see the square of each other on Zoom, you know. Yeah. But it was so nice. It really was. It was like it was like we'd known each other for years. That's so nice. Um, and you met Max Martin over there. Now, for anyone who doesn't know this, he's well known for working on hits like Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, Shake It Off, Taylor Swift. 
How did you meet him? How did this happen? Come here, I still kind of like, is this even a dream? <laughs> like, was it real? Um, but yeah, no, I got to go to his house and we were in his home studio and got to chat to him about like music and what my plan is and who I'm going to be working with and stuff. And he got to hear nobody else. He was actually one of the first people to hear it. He gave us some kind of feedback and changes to make. So, of course, I mean, if Max Martin gives you changes, oh. make, make you make them. Yeah. <laughs> um, come here, people always say like, don't meet your idols because normally you get disappointed but he absolutely exceeded my expectations oh. like the nicest nicest most chill normal guy ever so obviously Max Martin then he must have known the guys you're working on the song with and and then somehow you ended up in his house I love the way you just started that story with yeah I went over to his house oh sorry I know and even when we're <laughs> talking we're like oh well what about what Max said and we're like oh, that's <laughs> how we're calling them by first name so weird but see he's really good friends with my producer Nick that right. lives over in Sweden he's worked with him a lot of times um, so yeah, Nick Nick organised it as a little surprise for me. That's that's deadly. Um, congratulations on that. Now I know your song "Nobody Else" only came out yesterday, but you recently wrapped up your very first Irish tour, which has been a long time coming since the pandemic. So, did you perform the song live? Oh God, yeah. yeah. The tour was like the medicine that I needed. I swear <laughs> to God, like it was two years waiting. It was cancelled, rescheduled, cancelled, rescheduled, and yeah, for it to finally happen, and I was just like, I'm going to sing my new song, and everybody loved it. People were dancing and singing the words already nice. after hearing it for the first time so yeah it was special so what's next for you Amy more tours more music what's what's next yeah just shows like just a really busy summer of festivals and shows and performing literally I don't want to have a single day off this summer and then I'm going to LA in June for the month just to write and then back doing festivals and stuff like that so it's going to be super busy oh <laughs> lovely well look I'm so excited yeah. to see what's next before we let you go would you like to introduce your brand new single I would love to so this is my brand new single, Nobody Else, and you're listening to it on Sims. Too afraid to say it, cause baby it's good, no I don't wanna jinx, three years I've waited, don't wanna miss a thing, don't blink, I'm floating, but you're with me, going up. Feel no.
on Spain 1038 and that is a wrap on the Bellissimo Files today but not to worry Jess is coming up next with a fresh 10 spin hits ad free and she's going to be telling you how you can win yourself over 10,000 euro producer Jamie really quick what would you do with over 10,000 euro a holiday I need one after working with you all morning Sarah come on I'm only joking a very, my life a very expensive holiday yeah, 10,000 indeed yeah would you bring someone with you or is that just all for you it's not going to be you anyway it's oh. not at this show this morning Tara I gotta run I'm oh. going bye you're Sorry. making me sound very bad <laughs> she's lovely no she's lovely alright well you can find out how you can win yourself over 10,000 euro with Jess coming up next with a fresh 10 spin hits ad free hey, make-